Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back. Another exciting episode. Today, we've got Herbie Honoré coming in all the way from beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where he is flipping up a storm. He and his wife have been flipping properties. I think, Herbie, I, I think you said 40 or 50 at this point, and you've been yes. doing this for a number of years, in addition to being a full-time police sergeant. So Herbie, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me, Dave. Um, we're truly humbled at this opportunity and to be able to come on here, man, you're doing some great things and we're glad to be a part of it. Um, my name is Herbie Honore, president of Honore Empire Incorporated here in South Florida. I love that. Honore Empire Incorporated. You've got big aspirations, my friend. You're putting it out there. You're getting things rolling. So first of all, for folks that, that don't know you, can you give us just like a, maybe a five-minute background on, on your story and how you got into this wild and wonderful world of real estate investing? Yeah, so I um, grew up here. grew up in native South Florida, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Grew up in uh, a local neighborhood called Merrill's Park in Fort Lauderdale. Um, not the best neighborhood, but I made it out to not get in too much trouble, right? Yeah. And, um, you must parents, have because you're a cop now for crying out loud. So Right, exactly. <laughs> right. So I had to turn around and make the right decision. But um, my mom and my father migrated from Haiti and um, and they were working hard, you know, while we were kids uh, growing up. They were making sure we had food to eat, providing for us, making sure I had clothes on my back. And my mom was dedicated to her same job as a certified nursing assistant for not today makes 30, 32 years. Wow. She was making when she started $11 an hour. And today she's probably around maybe $13, $14 an hour. Oh. And, and that right there was my motivation to why I got into real estate. Um, I wanted to obtain wealth in a different way where I'm not working nine to five, getting paid hourly, and then never have anything to show for it, right? Never have, you know, the freedom that you want to have for your family. So my mom was working so hard all these years. And I said, hey, I have to do something. Uh, my father passed away when I was 19 years old. So I was kind of like pushed into being a, a man. Uh, mm -hmm. at an early, early age, you know, so I had my mom, and my little sister to take care of. Wow. So from there, yeah. So from there, um, I got into law enforcement, went to put myself through the police academy, uh, borrow money from family members to, that's why I started borrowing money from family members to help pay for my police academy experience, right. graduated the police academy, got hired with the police department, uh, took that same money and paid my, and what I was getting paid for my job, the paychecks was able to give that money back to family members that lent me the money. And then from there, you know, I waited maybe two years, bought my first uh, uh, primary residence that I moved my mom into okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then got her out of where we grew up from, from all the past bad memories and um, got into a new place. And then from there, I fell in love with real estate and uh, found a way to keep flipping properties and getting into it and learning. And then that's how we got to where we are today. So that was my motivation into getting into real estate. Was, oh, uh, I, I love you sharing that story, Herbie. That is uh, inspirational. I can't tell you how many people I've interviewed and I've worked with directly that are either first generation immigrants or they're second generation. Like, like you were, were you born in the States? Or I, wasn't born? Born, I, was, I was born in the States. Um, yeah. You're born, but there's yeah. still such a close connection, right. Between you and your mom and your dad and where they came from that just kind of, that infuses every cell in your body, doesn't it? I mean, it, it, it really does. And then, you know, for your mom and maybe I'm incorrect, but basically for your mom coming from Haiti to the United States, even though she was working at a very low paying job compared to where she came from, 
Correct. That was that was a major step up, and then just being able to allow you and your your sister to be born in the states and grow up in this environment. Uh, that's such a huge win for your parents. Would Would you agree? Uh, definitely would agree, man. And um, yeah. I don't take it for granted. It's just it's just being being that blessing to my mom, you know. And yeah, my dad's no longer here, but he would have done the same, man. Um, like you said, be the appreciation of coming from a place where they had nothing. Yeah. America where she's making eleven dollars an hour. And to her, she's able to save money, have food for my little sister and I to eat, make sure she covers all the bills, oh, make man. sure she's doing this. And you no, know, and it's it's crazy because my dad was sick and um at an early age of his early, not early age, but early in his lifetime, maybe around like forties, yeah. you know, not able to work as much because of his sickness. He had diabetes. Your, your, your mom was carrying the whole family pretty much. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What an amazing $11 an hour. <laughs> well, and, and, and Hey, and hats off to you for being such a good son that that is yeah. your why that is your motivator, because that's the other thing I found Herbie is, is when people have a motivator, that's more than just, Hey, I want to get rich and have nice crap. It's like, I want to lift my family up. I want to provide for my mom because yes. she provided for me for, for so long under such hard circumstances. That's, that's the spark so many people need or, or that, that really provides the fuel to do what you need to do. Because, you know, it sounds like you're in a very good place right now with real estate investing, but I know it cannot have been easy for you working full time helping out with your family, paying back loans, buying your own house, getting married, doing your own thing, and then getting into flipping this many houses that quickly. So let's, what you, you told me that you bought that first home, moved your mom into yes. it, huge, huge win for you. What then went from that? Cause that's one kind, that's not really real estate investing. Correct. That's buying your own house. What sparked in you? Hey, I want to start flipping houses. What, what, led to that so you know real estate is amazing right dave um yeah. i bought the house in 2015 yeah and my first flip was in 2016 so when i bought the house in 2015 a year later i saw how the equity and home that i bought from my mom had went up almost a hundred thousand in one year what just because of the, what was going on with the market at that time correct okay. so I, I bought the home for one eight hundred ninety thousand in 2015 and a year later is worth maybe almost three hundred thousand. And I said, wait, if I can buy real estate. <laughs> and, wait, and how it, did I, how much money did I make as a cop? How much money right, did I right. make? I'm not doing anything <laughs> sitting on my house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. my first year as a cop, my salary was probably about 50 grand, you know, 52 yeah. grand. And, and, and one year I bought a house and I made double my salary on equity on the home. So I said, hey, I have to find a way to get into this real estate investing business. So um, I started doing some research, started doing research, research, YouTube, stuff like that. And I'm the type of person that I like to network. And for those investors that are out there, it's very important to not be afraid to talk to people, to network, because yeah. that's how you get information, right? So I started talking, getting business cards together, started my LLC, which was SH Real Estate Investment, which is named after my father. So that was my first LLC for real estate investing. And um, we, we, my wife and I left our townhome one day, went towards the back, we're getting ready to go somewhere. And I see a guy taking a photo of our townhouse building. And then I introduced myself to him. I said, hey, how you doing? My name is Herbie. What, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a property appraiser. I said, oh, great. So I gave my business card. I said, hey, I'm looking to get into real estate investing. You know, maybe we can have some coffee one day, you know. Yeah. Sit so long story short, I fast forward to I met with the guy, sat down with him. 
then I got to know a little bit more about him. He told me he does real estate investing. And uh-huh. then, so through the process of him and I meeting each other, we started meeting more and more. He showed me how to run comps, right? It was very important. You know, so you, to, kind, you oh, kind of met a mentor is, is what I'm yes. hearing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're in the right direction. He became my mentor. Um, and he introduced me to my first fix and flip because he was also an investor, but he didn't have all the funds obviously to do it on his own. So we tried to come together with, you know, me having a job. So I'm able to get, uh, uh, borrow money, you know, a little right. bit better. You, call, you qualify. Yeah. Qualify. Correct. I have income. And, um, and, um, he didn't, he just did the appraiser stuff on the side with trying to so get kind of self-employed kind of guy. Correct. Correct. So, then we got denied from the hard money loan because I didn't have any experience fixing flipping properties. So he had he had a connection and it was a millionaire and he funded the entire deal. It was like a hundred thousand dollar condo in Hollandale Beach. It was a two bedroom, two bath, and a hundred for a hundred thousand on the beach on A one A. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So so the guy came in on the deal, but he had to be a third partner, so we had to share the profits with him. So we got the condo, flipped it, and here's the thing: while working my full time job, I worked the afternoon shift, which was two p.m. to twelve p.m. 12 a.m. at night, right? It's yeah. the afternoon during the week. I used to go to work from 2 to 12, get home, maybe and fall asleep around 1 o'clock in the morning, woke up at 6 a.m. to drive to Hollandale Beach, which is another 20, 30 minutes away from Fort Lauderdale. Go do some work at the condo, hands-on, because we didn't hire too many contractors because we were trying to, you know, uh, save some Gotta money. Keep it tight, yep. Keep it tight, right. And then um, then leave, leave Hollandale Beach around 12.30, rush home, chain shower to go to work so for that project took us about six to eight months to do because our first one so for six to eight months leaving my wife going to the property going to work back oh your wife your wife was helping you out yeah and and it was a tough time for us because first it was frustrating for her because i saw the vision what i wanted for our family but now i'm not home as much and i'm away working so hard you know and she started feeling like hey i don't know this is for us because you know you're never around saw you it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, but she stuck it out with me. She stuck it through with me. That's why I thank her for everything she's been doing. She's very supportive. And man, and from where we were then to now, it's like a game changer. It's like, I'm so glad we took that leap of faith and did that first deal. Well, just so just out of curiosity, the, the guy that was mentoring you, you say he was a real estate investor. I guess he wasn't a flipper before that. What was he doing? Buying old or what was he doing? He was a, so he was like a wholesaler. Oh, I see. He was, he was, he was looking at one and getting into wholesaling. And, 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 and he was, he was a great mentor, but when I started learning more about fixing flips, I kind of took off on that Avenue. And, and he's, he's more specializes in like, you know, uh, multifamilies and awesome. trying to sell 24 units, 36 units and trying to get commission off those. So that's his expertise. And yeah. he taught me a little bit of the middle. And then I kind of took that and ran with it. And, and good. All right. All right. So that first one worked out. Did, did you make a, a fair profit on that one? I made $17,000 profit and I invested $10,000. For my own money, so All I got right. twenty-seven thousand dollars back <laughs> from great. that. And I, I was very, excited. Very nice. I, my first flip, I never did anything. And I made seventeen grand. I was I was pretty ecstatic about it. Now, yeah, it is. Uh, now I wouldn't want to crunch in your hourly rate with doing all that work for eight. eight yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But you know, that's that's what you know now. And I'm right. sure you're not the guy swinging the hammer anymore because nope. you're doing too many deals. Okay, so that's how you got started. Give us a snapshot, Herbie, of what your business looks like right now. And as the time that we're recording this, it's early April, 2023. What does Herbie's real estate empire look like at this point to your business? Yeah. So uh, 2020, uh, we did 1.1 million in gross sales, real estate. 
2021. And, and how, how many houses was that? How many flips was that? I, I think that was about for that year, seven to nine. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Uh, fast forward in 2021, we jumped up to 13 flips and uh, we sold about 2.2 million gross sales. And then um, this year, uh, we closed out the the, the year with uh, 4.6 million in gross sales. And we did, we flipped about close to like 18, close to 20 homes. Congratulations. Yeah. And, 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 and what we bought towards the end of 2022 into 2023, you know, we still have some of those properties on the market now that we're selling. So we're going to talk about that, how real estate could kind of like, you know, you have to be prepared for some of those turns when the interest rates went up, you know, to the high sevens. And yeah, mm -hmm. we kind of had a little uh, stump that we hit, but um, we'll talk about that when you're ready. But, <laughs> but, uh, but um, it's, that's why it's important to have other strategies in place. So you can always have a plan B. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to touch back on that, but let's, let's take a look. I just want to see logistically how you're doing this because you're working full time as a police officer. Yeah, that's correct. You're no longer swinging, swinging hammers. You're doing a deal or two a month, a flip or two a month on average. How are you making that happen, Herbie? So foundation is very important. Yeah. My my contractor that I met back in 2016 that I still use till till, till this day. Wow. Same contractor. Um, he's a firefighter. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So someone that you can trust in, right? Someone that I know that you know, based on what he does, like he's a very trustworthy person. So he manages everything for me. Um, all I have oh, to do. That's is, huge. That's yeah. huge. So you don't have to run your own crews. You hire this guy. He's the general contractor. He's got the crews dialed in, and that's you great. already have that trust relation that's huge man that's yeah, huge. Okay. yeah he, he has a license for uh he's a roofing contractor so anytime i need to pull permits for roofing windows any permits he takes care of all of that because he's licensed to do it in the state mm -hmm. of florida so he subcontracts everything for me and all his prices is his not he's not the type of guy that's trying to get make a crazy money off me on the top he manages everything and then all my rehabs are within the same price ranges for each house so if i do a three bed two bath house uh, 1500 square feet, basic kitchen, floor, bathroom remodel, no roof, no windows, something like that, then I'm averaging about 40 to 45K rehab. So we always stay consistent with our numbers, knowing what each rehab will cost with the labor and everything. So, so um, my you, wife- You can crunch your numbers easy that way. That's right. brilliant. So how are you able to do that? Are you just focusing on a certain kind of house, a certain area, certain price point, certain condition? Or, or how do you make that work, Kirby? So how do I make that work is um, we look for anything, but we kept the purchase price at 400,000. Okay. So right. um, before, when the market started going crazy at the 3% interest rates, we were like, we pushed the number up to about 700 to resell for like, you know, 900,000 a million. But yeah. because of the change, we kind of put that cap back to 400,000. So, um, so, every, so every morning um, we get, I mean, I, through the years, I've built connections. I've built network of people that I've built a, a working relationship with. Mm -hmm. Where now I get phone calls, I get text messages, I get emails for deals that are becoming available, right? Directly from the sources. I also do my own um, uh, marketing while my honor website. Yeah, okay. honor, that is www.honorayempire.com. Um, we do our own marketing, um, uh, SEO strategies where we get leads, generate our own leads as well. Yeah. So we take those properties, um, we we analyze them. If I get a lead on the flip, um, if I'm not available, if I'm at work, um, my wife knows how to do all that thing. I oh, train her. Oh, nice. So she's I trained her. Yeah. yeah. 
I trained her how to run numbers, run comps, check to see, you know, et cetera. And does, then does she work as well? Or is this her full-time gig as nope. your real estate she, business? She's able to do full-time uh, real estate. So she has a real estate license. So she's licensed in the state of Florida as a realtor, Yeah, which is really good. So um, when we list our own properties, guess who's listening? My wife. <laughs> Double dip. That's it. Yeah. That's, it. that's the way to do it. it. Smart. Save money. Yeah. So, um, so she analyzes the deal. So once we get the deal from the source, we analyze the deal. If the deal looks like it makes sense with our numbers, um, my, back then my profit minimum that I want to take home was $30,000 per, per flip, right. which was the minimum, right. You know, but now with a little bit of changes in the market, um, I've increased that to about 45, 50, um, yeah, per house. So, yeah. so, so what we do, she analyzed it. We run the numbers to a formula that I have set up for her to make sure we don't mess, mess up on the numbers. Right. And as long as that number fall within the line of where we need to be, I tell her, send the offer. We send the offer. We lock it in the contract, send the money yeah. in the escrow. And then from there. I close and then I send my contract into the property. I say, hey, you know what we need to do? We have a phase one, phase two, phase three type of rehabs that we do. And I say, hey, look, we're doing a basic phase one type rehab. You know, the same, we, we use the same floor color. We use the same countertop. Oh, right, dialed right in. Yeah, right we, in. yeah, yeah, we, there, there's never a confusion of what we're doing in the construction because everything's the same. You know, we're, we're not trying Cookie to- Cookie cutter, it. man. Correct. We're not trying to do uh, uh, HGTV, what people see on TV and they're trying to <laughs> use uh, purple cabinets with the- uh, a backsplash that's green and all. No, no, no. You have to keep it simple, you know, yeah. and that's what we've been doing. And that's what's been working for us, you know, for Honor Empire. So we, we, had, we, we're excited about that part. Oh, that is awesome. I appreciate you sharing Foundation. that with me. And no how long did it take you to kind of get that dialed in? How many deals before you kind of figured out the phase one, phase two, phase three, get the wife involved, get the systems in place? You know, it sounds like you got the contractors from day one. So you kind of lucked out with that guy early yes. on. And then you've, you've run with that. I've heard horror stories, you know, oh, so I've, yeah. I've gone but, through four or five, six before they found the right one. Right. But yeah, I, and I, I, most I, people wouldn't last four or five, six. They quit the business way before that. The first horror <laughs> story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, having that foundation is so important. And it took us about, I'll say before I can really have the system down pack was yeah. about almost three years. Yeah. To, so, to yeah. make some mistakes, uh, to lose some money, to to run into some hiccups, to be able to be in that position. But um, but one thing I always uh, told my wife when we got into real estate is uh, in 2016, when we first started flipping, 2016, 2017, the investors that invested money into our business, it was a friend of mine. He started with five grand, $5,000. And I was giving him a, a return of 15% on his money for just helping that 5,000 pay towards the construction or whatever yeah. it was. And then throughout the years, that same investor from 2016 is now investing up to 50 grand of his money because he was able to, you know, flip his money over and over with me. Right. So building that relationship, people see what I'm doing, social media marketing. They see we're selling homes. Hey, Herb, how do I invest? How do I get a chance to get in you know, on this? Nice. And, and so we started with five grand to raising money up to like, you know, two, three hundred thousand now of investors where I don't have to come out of pocket at all for any of my flips. You know, Beautiful. Uh, we use hard money. And um, I use Kiavi. Um, it's a very good company. And I pay 10% down payment. So if I buy a house for 300000 my rehab is 50000 And then they give me the rehab money as well. The combined loan is three fifty. I'm putting 10% down, getting a 90% loan to cost. I'm only, all I need to borrow is thirty five grand from someone to close on my property. You know, it's like, so I could get thirty five grand, you know, and to pay that person 15% on their money of 35000 and then just recycle the process for each house that I buy. You know, sure. and, and then you don't even actually need that. You don't need that many investors because their money's in and out pretty quickly. And correct. thirty-five grand's not not that big of a deal. That's correct. Um, 
What was I going to ask you around that? How, if you don't mind sharing, how do you secure your, are you using promissory notes or how are you getting their money secured? Correct. So I'm securing their money either through promissory notes um, mm-hmm. or, or another way of doing it is also um, giving them a cut uh, like on the, in the deal. Like, so when I- Like a joint not, venture type situation. Joint venture, correct. We do joint They're venture. They're on title. That's correct. I'm on title, but we do joint venture contracts and the joint venture is, uh, and that's why you don't play with stuff like that, right? Um, I got an attorney to draft a joint venture contract for me for my scenario of investors coming into our deals, but they're not owners, but, uh-huh. you know, making sure their money's secured, you know, all that's written in our joint venture contract. Like, you know, when the deal, when the property sells, all of their expenses get paid back first before profit is distributed, you know, nice. all those little things that's important where you want to invest into your business if you're going to be borrowing other people's money, because when they read these agreements, they want to be able to see that you're credible and see that you're qualified in what you're doing, you know? So, so it's very important to have those things in place. So under what circumstance, I'm just curious, Herbie, would you use a promissory note versus a joint venture agreement? Does it really depend on the investor or is there some other criteria that I might be missing that, that makes the difference? Yes, sir. It depends on the, the investment. And when I mean by investment is that, there's some, there's some people that wants to come in deals with me and do joint ventures, meaning they want to be a 50-50 partner. Yeah. Like they wanna, if I make a $60,000 profit, they want to split that profit down the middle. Right. That, I use the contract for a joint venture agreement because they're they're putting more money in, you know, and they're putting, they're also because the rehab is $100,000, um, you know, they got to put half of that rehab money up front as well. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. So, and we're splitting the mortgage payments for the interest only, and we're splitting all the electrical bills and we're splitting the water bill. Right. So those, I use the joint venture agreement. That's a little bit more detailed yeah. for promissory notes. It's for those investors that says, Hey, look, I don't want to pay any mortgage. I, I, I want just want my 15% and Correct. I'm good. Yeah. Correct. So that's, how, that's how I differentiate both uh, promissory notes for the ones that just want to invest money, get a return on investment at a percentage and have no other responsibility whatsoever. And then the ones who want to be involved more hands-on and have responsibility then they get more of a pot of the profit. And then and I use that joint venture agreement for those investors. So for the joint venture investors, are those typically bigger deals or they're putting a lot more money or how, what's, what's your criteria for? Yeah, so, so my criteria is uh, just uh, simple is just, hey, if you split everything down the middle with me, every expense, then you're in, you know? Yeah, okay. So and, you, and you I, really don't care if they come on board as a, a, a purely interest only investor or a joint venture partner, you're open either way. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it is, as long as my profit is not, uh, I'm not going to be too much compromised that yeah. I can still make where I want to make, you know, then, then I'm okay with that. But if it's one of those deals where uh, it's a little close to where I need to be, then I'll just do the promissory note and just give them a return on their money. And yeah. in our company's motto is always like, no matter what happens, no matter how much money I lose, if I owe somebody money on a promissory note, they're getting that money yeah, back okay. from me, whether it's out of my pocket, whether it's out of my bank account. I don't I don't mess up relationships because of a bad deal. It is what it is. If I take a loss, I take a loss, but I'm not going to allow my investors to take a loss. So that's no, how that's that's how the smart way to do it, Herbie, for sure. And and then that just that goes so far for for your credibility. And I, I like that because your joint venture partners, they come in looking for a bigger piece of the pie. They want a better return on their money, but they're coming in with their eyes wide open, understanding that with that comes increased risk. So that's, that that's the give and take and that they have to also be on the hook for any downside on that particular deal. Yeah. So it lowers your risk 
a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the promissory note side is like, all right, I'm promising you your money back. The investment side, hey, whatever I lose equally, you're losing equally. You know, it's like, you know, that that's when it's clear in a a black and white in the ink that, hey, look, now you want to come in with more risk and want to make more of the money out of the pot, then you have to also take on the risk that I take as well. Yeah. He's a promissory note investor, then I always cover them. I always make sure I take care of them no matter what. I like that. And then here's the other cool thing that you may or may not be aware of, Herbie, that that now when you're talking with a, a new prospective investor, it's not a yes or no, I want to invest with Herbie. It's which one do I want to do? Do I want to do just return on my investment or do I want to be a partner in this deal? So it, it gives you more flexibility and gives them more options. Yeah, uh, my investors are excited about that. They, that, that yeah. For them to have that option, to be like, hey, I'm going to do a, a, a promissory note on this one. Hey, I'm going to do a venture on this one because, because you'll be surprised. Um, and a lot of a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happened in real estate, Dave, that a lot of people don't know is it's a lot of work. It's a lot of managing. It's a lot of coordinating, a lot of putting things together. And a lot of the stuff behind the scenes that people do not see or deal with, where, you know, on the promissory note side, they just know that their project's coming along. And it's like... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just know that, hey, I'm, I'm getting my, I put in my 50 grand or whatever, and I'm getting my 15% paid out, however you guys have agreed to do right. that. And that's when it. The deal's, yeah, deal's done, yeah. it's done. And no, a lot of times smart. when they, yeah, a lot of times when they invest on the joint venture side, they say, hey, uh, oh man, hey, the next one, I don't want to be a, a joint venture. I just want to invest my money. Because <laughs> they realize like, look, I, those mortgages were killing me. Those those payments were killing me. Having to come out their pocket, I was like, yeah. That's that's part of the game. You and know, you're only paying half it. of it. I pay the other half for crap. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine what I do on my own, you know? So, <laughs> so exactly, yeah. Smart, smart. I love that, Herbie. All right, so, hey, sounds like you got it pretty dialed in right now with, with capital and joint venture partners. More or, le- more or less, how many, how many partners do you have that you're working with or you have worked with? What, you, what is your pool of, of partners, what I call your investors ducks in a row. How many of those guys or gals do you have lined up? I say about seven to ten. That's all you need, right? Because need. you don't it don't need to be a lot because you don't want too many people in your your cycle circle of what you're doing, you know. And yeah. and and I don't discriminate or anything like that. It's just more so of like people who understand business, yeah, and people who've been vetted, you know, in this yeah. and and then everybody has their own feel of people, but I don't just take a random Joe Schmo off the street and just say, hey come on in. Like I have to have maybe a sit down with you. We speak a few times, have a few meetings and kind of understands each other's mindset and understand each other's heart and our motivation while we're doing this. Right. You know, mm-hmm. everybody that I do this for, uh, I have a lot of family and, and, and family, friends, people, you know, who understand business that I'm trying to help them also come up. They may not be able to do it as quick as I was able to do it or the amount of volume that I can do it. But mm-hmm. if I can help a family member, if I can help a friend, if I can help a, a, a colleague or someone, a coworker, or whoever could get into this business and make good, safe money because, you know, real estate, you know, real estate is not ever going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and as long as my numbers are secured, my numbers are safe that I guarantee their money. I think, you know, just be able to give back to them that way. It just makes me happy. You know, oh, for so, sure. It's a win-win. Yeah. You're, you're help, a friend of mine said you're helping them do something they cannot or will not do on their own. Nope. And that's, that's investing in real estate. So Herbie, let's, let's just rewind a few years when you were first starting to bring on partners and raise capital. You'd say, you said you like networking, you're a people person. How did you bring on those first few investor partners? Okay. So um, the very, very first one was um, obviously 
my first fix and flip, you know, I'm doing a lot of social media marketing, advertising, Facebook, extra, et cetera. And um, one of my friends reached out to me and said, hey, um, I want to get into investing. How do you do that? Well, a lot of times people say, hey, I want to start a real estate investing. And it's like, I heard I don't need any of my own money. I said, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you, you don't. And I, and I say the same, like, hey, I, I can buy a flip and use other people's money and do it. But there's still some type of investment of my own that I have to do, right? Like if I have to pay the light bill, that's come out of my business account. If I have to pay the water bill, come out of my business account. Like there's money that always has to be invested no matter what. But he told me, he said, hey, how do I get into it? I said, look, it's a lot to teach. But um, if you want to get your feet wet in it, you know, I, I can help you. I can show you. But he was like, no, no, I want to invest in my first deal. Well, I, you know, and then you have that conversation with him and says, hey, realistically, how much money do you have saved to try to get into a deal? You know, and he was like, well, I have five thousand dollars. I said, well, yeah. this is what I'll do for you. I don't need it, but I'll make it work. You know, I, I had a contractor payment due for like forty thousand dollars. And I just applied that five thousand towards the forty thousand just so he can get it on the deal. You know, and then I paid the thirty five thousand, you know, as long as he was involved, you know. He, he, he worked full time as an assistant, uh, a teacher. He was at the time. He's assistant principal now, um, but he was a teacher at the time. And and that first flip he did, it took him six months. He got like 15 percent return on his money. He made 750 bucks on a uh, 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 no, it was three thousand dollars. He invested first. I'm sorry. Three thousand dollars, 15 percent return. He made 750 bucks. He was excited. He was excited. He was like, I want to do this again. And he took that same money. But, but he wasn't doing anything active with you. He was just a passive investor. Is that correct? correct. Yeah, it was just passive. That's correct. But I still let him come and sling, you know, sludge the slant, sledgehammer. Oh, he, he did. Was, he he did yeah. get him in. Okay. Yeah, I got it because, you know, you got some first, work out of him. Right, right. It was his first opportunity. He was like, look, I want to try to try, see what this is all about. So for his investment, you know, he came in, I kind of mentored him a little bit. And from there, you know, because he still works as assistant principal now at the schools, he, he don't have time to. Yeah. I mean, I don't have I don't have time, but at least I have a foundational system. He doesn't have that, so right. he's able to from today, from then, reach out to other people. Say, hey, look, Herbie's um, took took three thousand dollars of my money, flipped it for me, and now I'm doing this. And then as the years go by, uh, somebody else says, hey, I know a friend or someone says they got fifteen thousand dollars sitting, not doing anything with it. They see what you're doing, they want to invest in your company. Hey, uh, you know, uh, do word of mouth again. Hey. I heard you. I have twenty five thousand dollars sitting, not doing anything. I want to invest in your company. So, so you were you were really quite passive about the investors. It sounds like, and it was it was really them coming to you and word of mouth and that sort of thing. You you weren't really super proactive about that. No, not no, not at all. Because because your work speaks for itself, and I've learned that from fixing it. It's like I flip properties, and then and three four months later, I'm, I'm putting on MLS or on a market on Facebook saying that house for sale. Look at the before and after pictures. I always post ah, after yeah. every flip, before and after, before and after. They're like, "Wow, you you turning those properties into that?" And 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 people get amused and excited. They're like, "Hey, um, how can I invest? And how can I make money?" And you know, and those questions start coming up, and they start realizing, man, you know, in, in the stock market, you're not making fifteen percent interest on your money return. Right. You know, yeah. and you you may get more if you get lucky for people who knows how to do stocks, but real estate is is like a guaranteed you know, return because I know the equity that I'm buying in these homes and I know the money that I'm giving you back. So it's like, you know, the investors don't lose. So, so yes, it started off with that one guy. And then from him, another word of mouth person. And then he, he shared his, 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 his uh, story and someone else wants to come from his school, a t another teacher or something, and they have money sitting, not doing anything. And it just blew up, you know? Nice. Yeah. The word of, yeah, that's awesome. Now at this point, I would imagine you're not all that interested in bringing somebody on board like that buddy of yours with three grand at this point. Do you, do you have like a minimum investment amount? 
That's correct. The minimum investment amount now is ten thousand dollars at least. Yeah, I, I would. And, think. and 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 for people like that, you know, I, I like I said, I'm still always willing to help. You know, people look at it, and you know, and that goes back to my foundation, right, where I came from. If I had ten thousand dollars and I'm getting fifteen percent on my ten thousand, you know, like uh, that's like that's like a blessing to me. It's like yeah. I made fifteen hundred bucks for not doing anything. You know, right. I wouldn't have made so, that. So with, with these folks, are, are you keeping their money year round or is it per project no, kind of thing? Per project. Yeah. So the safer so, for you. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Because some, some investors I've heard like, oh yeah, I give somebody my money for a year and I get a check at the end of the year. I'm like, whoa. I said, no, I'm per project. You know, you, you could get your money back in three months. The quicker, the quicker I do the flip. I do. I've done flips as fast as four months. So you're still paying the 15, is the 15% per deal or annualized? Per deal. Oh, okay. Well, that's super attractive then. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, yeah. you get your money back in a few months and then repeat the process, you know? All right. So, there you go. Yes. So we do a yeah. $10,000 minimum and um, 15% return on their money. And then for 15% per deal, whether that's three deal, months correct. or six months or 12 months. That's correct. 15%. Right. Ah, right. And then they take in that money, right. And that money they get back, you know, it's like, wow, I got no money back in three, four months. Let me reinvest it again. Well, yeah. So that if you annualize that now they're up to 40, five sixty percent return on their investment Correct. annualized Correct. Yeah. and that's why that's why our relationship is in our our our, our volume is so much and we're doing so yeah. good because the the small amount of pocket investors that i have they always recycle their money and we're talking about big yeah, money we, we're talking about someone could have give me 70 grand at one time where yeah. i can take that and divide it into three four flips <laughs> right yeah you know? so if i'm making making a profit on each home and i'm just giving a percentage on per deal you know, I calculate that. And when I run my numbers in the beginning is that if yeah. I'm making 50 grand and I got to give them, you know, $7,000 out of my 50 grand, Hey, no problem. Because guess what? My wife's going to sell the property. We're going to get another commission. You know, <laughs> so I get, I get that money back, you know, so, yeah. so I'm not losing, you know, it's, it's it, the system, the foundation is set up is, is what's the most important, how we have everything st structured. And I think if we continue this pace, I mean, man, like it's just amazing. It's, it's so, so that brings up a good question. How long are you planning to stay Working as a sergeant, as a police officer. So um, I just, uh, uh, maybe like two weeks ago, I just made 10 years on the force. Uh, and uh, I'll be vested retirement in another 10 years, which is 20 years total. So I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's always that question people ask. It's tough. But I look at it like this. If I'm able to do this much volume now while I'm working, you know, uh, you know I'm not going to be too much in a rush to kind of jump and, and leave. But because I, I get, you know, health insurance, stuff like that. Yeah. It's covered through the job really? and my wife is covered on there. So there's those little things that, you know, it, don't, it doesn't work for everybody. Right. M yeah. My situation is kind of fortunate because I get those perks and benefits and those the health insurance for my family and I. And but, you know, hey, in the next 10 years, once once I'm retired, I'll be 42 years old. I could probably leap and take real estate full time from there. You know, <laughs> I started young, man. I'll be 42 years old as young. You know, I, I think it's very young. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I you think know, that's I'll a beautiful think. thing. That's a beautiful thing about police officers and people in the military and firefighters. You can retire very, very young. You've got right, a, right, right. You, exactly. you have a whole second career after that or third. Awesome. Herbie, this has been a lot of fun. If people want to find out more about you, what's the one place they should go? Instagram. All okay. right. Instagram. Yes. Instagram name is honore underscore empire. That's H-O-N-O-R-E underscore empire. E-M-P-I-R-E. -E. Um, also, our website is www.honoreempire.com. That's www.honoreempire.com. Um, hey, like I said, you can message me, DM me on Instagram. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll be, I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I would love to connect, love to connect with different people, see what you guys are doing. I love to learn. I'm always still learning every day. Uh, I never stop learning. And um, that, that's what it's all about. Just to connect and network. And once again, Dave, uh, thank you for this opportunity. I mean, I'm truly humbled. And like I said, just to be on this platform with you, yeah, it means a lot, you know, so trust me, I don't, I don't take it lightly. My pleasure. It's been great chatting with Herbie and keep up the great work and can't see, can't wait to see where you go a year from now. I think it'll be yeah. amazing, amazing things. I'm sure when we get, when we connect and talk about this again, there's going to be uh, even a higher, uh, multi, a higher altitude of what I've been doing now. So that's how I, I look at so. every year. Every year is elevation. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. All right, everybody take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Sounds good. Thanks, Dave.